You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with Lauren Bremer from Tyler 2 Construction. Now let's talk about construction, especially here in Charlotte. It is booming and there are plenty of companies around to choose from, but only one with a dog in its logo and that's Tyler <laughs> 2 Construction. has one of the most recognizable logos in town because quite frankly, it's cool to have a dog on your official brand and no one expects that from a construction company the charlotte observer even did a cool story about that dog logo so you know it's pretty damn cool uh tyler 2 <laughs> has been around since 1983 and lauren is the business development manager there uh yes of course there are dogs in the office and yes lauren is posing with her dog in her official company photo which is also <laughs> on her linkedin profile picture um so uh, listen we've talked about dogs enough but let's talk a little bit more about lauren let's talk about her background let's talk about tyler 2 construction and let's learn more about that uh here in the in, in a minute but i guess i'm gonna go right back to dogs is moose with you today yes he is yes moose is with, he's moose. always with me so moose. so it's it's scott brian lauren and moose and we are ready this is our <laughs> first dog that has ever made an appearance on the uh, on the podcast but let's talk about tyler two construction welcome to the brand builders oh podcast God, lauren. Man. <laughs> lauren. thank you thank you for having me thank you i'm so excited to be here and tell you a little bit about you know tyler too and kind of what I do for the company and the brand, but, um, but I'll just, I'll jump right into it. You're asking about the dog and like the background behind the logo. And, um, it, like I said, a huge conversation starter one, but secondly, when Katie Tyler, the founder, um, wanted to rebrand the company, she was just sitting there kind of talking to this marketing lady and she's like, well, what do you like? What do you do? And, um, Katie Tyler raises guide dogs and she always has. And a big part about raising guide dogs is bringing your dog everywhere you go with you. So they're, you know, adapted to loud noises and big crowds and this side or the other so i mean she would go back in the day to like these first union meetings trying to get bank construction work with this little puppy so she was like known for the dog and so it totally evolved into like this huge culture and it really makes the world of construction which is not rainbows and butterflies or exciting by any means kind of fun it kind of puts like a little bit of a spin on it and and who doesn't like dogs so i'm with you. yeah yeah, they always they say it. be cautious of a person that doesn't like dogs, you know? Oh, my God, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we freaking love dogs over here. And I've, it's funny because it's it's so cool to get to know you because I have seen, to your point, this Tyler 2 construction logo around Charlotte. I've been by the office a thousand times heading to a brewery or something, and it's just very distinctive and very different. And your logo alone sets you apart, but, uh, it does. It does. And we're looking forward to, <laughs> to hearing more about Tyler two construction as well. And, and how you do set yourselves apart from maybe other commercial builders. Um, so let's dive into it. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about your background as to where you're from and how you got to the position you're in. And then let's roll right into what you're doing day to day. Absolutely. I would love to. Um, so born and raised in Charlotte, there's not many of us out there. So dinosaur, <laughs> unicorn, unicorn. That's better. Unicorn. That's better. Yeah, maybe not dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <Yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that. I might. I'm gonna start referring to myself as a dinosaur. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, it's Charlotte Tian, born and raised. I um. 
graduated from East Carolina University go and moved Pirates. back to Charlotte for Go Pirates. Oh, yes, man. you're a pirate too. Uh, two Pirates. Ah, yes. I love it. Art. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and I moved back to Charlotte for two weeks after uh, living in Greenville for four years. And um, I was like, you know what? I want to go to New York. Like I had $500 in my bank account. I had no idea what I was doing. I was applying to jobs left and right. No one would take my phone call, you know, even, you know, accept my resume. And so I literally booked a one-way ticket. I didn't tell my parents. I had 500 bucks and three suitcases. And luckily my aunt let me crash on her couch for three weeks. And I moved to New York. And my grandmother, LOL, was networking at church. And one of her church friends' daughter was working at BPCM at the time. And it's a fashion PR firm. So I got... Um, a free internship. So I was working four days a week for free um, for four months. And so I also, you know, needed to make some income. So I was a waitress. I did the whole song and dance in New York waitress. It is so hard. I mean, hard. If a good waitress in New York is literally like, I, I, I just have so much respect for those guys. Um, so yeah, so I'm working in beauty PR. It's like the devil wears Prada. It's like so weird. People are very catty. Um, everything you would think. I got to do some some fashion shows and the whole behind the scenes, get models water before they faint kind of thing. These poor girls are like, I mean, whew, my world is rocked. Um, but I was making no money, like I said. So uh, ended up actually, theme of networking, I met a banker on the subway after work one night. So I'm like smelling like, you know, fish and nasty food and start talking to this dude. And he was like, hey, well, here's my card. And um, I was like, awesome. So took him up for a cup of coffee and he's like, what do you like to do? And I'm sitting here 22 years old. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do in life. I'm in this like city. It's freezing. I have no money. I was just like, it was, I was pretty pathetic <laughs> at the time. He was like, I was like, but I like to talk to people. I love to talk to people. I feel like I could probably sell something. Um, you know, I like to travel, just, you know, the whole thing, like yoga. And he's like, you know, no, you still have title insurance. I'm like, what's title insurance? And so um, he was like, let me introduce you to this guy. And so honestly, I, I joined, I jumped, you know, feet first into the commercial real estate industry in Manhattan. Um, it was an awesome opportunity. They're like, here's your phone. Here's your computer. Go get it. It was a 100% commission job. I was the only woman on the sales team. I, I, I don't know, man. I have no idea how that works. But that's how I got into real estate. I caught the real estate bug. Um, and so... Five years go by, I keep coming back to Charlotte. I see Charlotte is just growing and growing and growing. And I'm like, I need to get involved. But I know no one's down there. Um, so like, let me just make my way back to Charlotte. So over those years, I was going to these um, commercial real estate events, uh, BizNow. They're like, you probably have heard of them. They're like a huge commercial news and events company. And so um, I approached my friends over there and I was like, hey, I know you guys have a market like in Charlotte, but no one's down there. Like, can I help build your market down here? And so like, well, yeah, not only can you do that in Charlotte, you can do it in Raleigh and Nashville too. So bit off a little bit more than I could chew there, but it was such a great opportunity. And I'll tell you why, like not only got to meet people in Raleigh and Nashville, but I got to in my hometown call all of these like big wig developers and architects. And I mean, you name it, GCs and introduce myself and put together these panels like, Hey, what trends do you see in the market? And so over time, you know, that job led me into, honestly, into Carolina built and into Tyler too, but just being able to kind of build my own brand. And to this day, people are like, oh, you're the BizNow girl. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm the BizNow girl. <laughs> um, and uh, through, through BizNow, I joined Carolina built as their media 
component. So like at the time, the built structure was no one could compete with each other. And so, um, you know, I was going to all these built events and um, two people, Ryan Cannon, Amy Sullivan Hicks, introduced me to my boss who was looking for a business development manager. And um, after interviewing with him and just like getting a feel of Tyler too, I was just like, this is it. Like I, I'm going to, I'm going to work in construction and I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. Like, and, and here we are two and a half years later, almost three actually. Um, and I love it. And it's an awesome place to be. And it's an amazing company. We do good work. We've been around for 37 plus years in Charlotte. And I always say, Charlotte's a pretty small town. Like the longer you live here, you can't really go anywhere without bumping into someone you know. And so we've been here for 37 years and we still have a good reputation. I think we're doing something right. <laughs> no kidding. That's, that's well, kind of it in a nutshell. I, I mean, that's an amazing story. Yeah. And I've always heard like, and this is more residential, but if you like your builder at the end of the project, you're, you're really an outstanding builder. <laughs> Sounds like you guys have achieved that in the commercial world, right? <laughs> So I wanna, true. I mean, I want to jump in. Good? Yeah. So we, we were, um, Amy Sullivan Hicks is, is amazing. Uh, we've known her for, for a while and actually celebrated her birthday with her last night. Um, it's, it's really amazing to me, the Carolina built members, how many females there are that are very successful in their organizations, but it's so fascinating to hear their stories. And it was never always like that. Right. In the nineties specifically, you, there were not many women that were in that space um, what is your best advice? Because I think your story is something that a lot of, of, of women that are growing up and, and, and maybe they don't know what they want to do in life. You just did it. You took 500 bucks. You went to New York. You said, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to take a hundred percent commission job. You, you literally crafted the entire career that where you are today. And, and you know, what type of advice would you give people? Because I think that's something that's so inspirational to the point where you didn't know what you wanted, but you knew you wanted to be successful and you were going to work your ass off to make that happen. Absolutely. And thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Um, the best advice I received uh, when I started is the same advice that I would share to any woman or anyone um, who doesn't know what they want to do, but they know they want to be successful. And it's just take every opportunity you can. Like no matter if you don't know what you want to do. And like, I do hope one day, like, forgive me, Dale, if you listen to this podcast, I do hope one day I realize like, what I want to do with my life, right? Like, I love my job. There's no question there. But, um, but until then, like, just take every opportunity. Like, for example, hey, you want to speak on this podcast? Yes. Hey, do you want to meet me for coffee? Of course. Do you want to help me build a doghouse? Sure. I don't know. Like, you, like, not only that, and kind of go with your gut. Like if you're talking, especially for women, if you're talking to a guy, like, you know, that owns a company, you kind of get a weird vibe, like don't jump after that opportunity, like bet your opportunities a little bit and just take everything with confidence. It's like as hard as it can be, like put your shoulders back, lift your head up, like physically, like sometimes I'm having a hard day and I'm like, lift your head up and you're like, whoa, I was really like, it, it, it helps. So I don't know all this to say. I don't know if I have the best advice, but just to take every opportunity you can and, and embrace it. I think that is great advice. And I want to <laughs> jump in. You mentioned, um, you, you said, sorry, Dale. Um, you know, I think honestly, <laughs> Dale would be proud of you for saying that because I feel the best companies, they want what's best for their employees, whether that's honestly being there or not, right? They want you to grow. Yeah. Obviously they want you to stay, but the same part is they want you right. to be happy. And if your employer and your owner truly cares about you and they see that you are not happy in the job that you are in, you would hope it would almost be like, you know, letting, letting, letting your bird fly out the window per se, which 
brings me to another 100%. topic in a second. So I want to jump into Tyler too. You guys have some amazing, like your website is awesome. A, most of the pictures Thanks. you guys have dogs. Um, when it talks about how long you've been with a company, it's been with the pack sense, which is freaking awesome. And you guys <laughs> have different little titles and yours is a bird dog. So oh, yeah. what does bird dog mean? So bird dog, you know, flies out and gets new business and brings it back. So that's, love my, it. that's my title. Yeah. That's I love it. That's and awesome. Moose, since you all can't see him, is a bird dog. He's a lab, you know. Yeah. And so it, it worked out so well. And I was given that name. It's on my card. It's another great conversation starter that we have. Like if I'm at a networking event and I don't know anyone and, you know, finally like, hey, how are you doing? Get the conversation going like it always leads to good conversations but not only that our marketing lady is our show dog our uh ceo is our guard dog um our controller is our guide dog i mean everyone has hater dog cool. names. it's it's amazing it's so fun Very cool. <laughs> and a little punny <laughs> yeah yeah i enjoy it culture is um, important absolutely. i mean it, Culture's it, huge. it's huge and i'm curious like with covid and and i assume you all have been essential through this whole thing but it appears yeah. you are in your home today versus the office. Uh, I may be yes. wrong. Uh, yeah. But tell me about, like, how has that affected your culture? What are you all doing to stay in touch? Um, how does your team feel right now? And let's talk a little bit on uh, on that. And then I want to learn, like, what you what you guys actually do, you know? Sure, 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 sure. So the COVID culture, oh, my God. I don't know about you guys, but, like, my world is rocked. Um you know, being 30 and single and all of a sudden stuck in my house by myself. I was like, I literally, it was like the, the darkest <laughs> of days. It was terrible, you know, and it, and it kind of pivoted how I looked at life in general and how I looked at experiences and opportunities. And it, and it really pivoted. Um, you know, I don't even know. It kind of just pivoted everything, but the sales, it, it pivoted my job. I couldn't for, you know, from 22 to 30, all I was doing was going on sales meetings. Can I get a cup of coffee? Do you want to meet here? Do you want to meet here? Do you want to go to this event? All of a sudden, nothing can't do anything. So Zoom happy hours became a thing. Um, so on the sales side, you really, and like, as, as you guys know, too, like you just really had to get creative and, and really connect with people in a new way. And I think that alone changed and shaped my job a lot. I'm sure it kind of changed everyone's job. Um, and then as a culture, yes, we were essential. So we've been open the whole time. Um, we had, you know, it, it's kind of scary, man. The construction sites, are you know it's a lot of metal people are touching i mean we take all of the precautions that we can to make sure everybody's safe and i cannot emphasize that enough like the guys going on to the job sites have to you know get their temperature taken they, the whole nine everything you know sanitized um but to i i mean i guess a lot of the reason why i'm not always in the office is because we have to wear masks in the office and i'm constantly on the phone i'm you know, if I'm going to like shut a door and close myself, I mean, I, I come in every now and again, what, what is great about, again, like to your point with a good boss, he's like, whatever you feel most comfortable with, like if you want to work remote and just pop in when you can or come in all day, whatever. So, um, I'm super transparent. Like everything is on my schedule that, you know, where I am, who I'm with, I'm always available by like phone. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we've all adapted, um, I guess as, as a company, but, I mean, I just, I, I worry about our guys out there. I mean, it's just kind of, you've heard, you've heard some crazy stories, I'm sure. Um, sure. The construction world never stopped. And if anything, it got it got more busy. So, um, 
so yeah, I think everyone just kind of had to adapt as quickly as possible and, and kind of figure it out as we go. What about you guys? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, same thing, right? Like we were out of the office for, you know, I think it was March 11th until May 11th. So for a couple of three wow. months there, um, three of us are here now, three, three, four of us working at home. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic and there are a lot of challenges with that. But at the same time, like you said, we have to focus on safety first and we, we have to make sure everyone's healthy and feeling good and not taking this stuff home to their families. And seems like everyone in here has young children, uh, except for mm -hmm. myself. So we have to be respectful of that. Um, yeah. and, and their family. So yeah, uh, you know, in business just for us, like when everything cut off, <laughs> everything cut off. <laughs> uh, but we are seeing a light at the end of the tunnel and, and we're cautiously optimistic and, you know, thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. we, you know, our branded merchandise marketing platform is very good, uh, in events and groups of people and gatherings and sports and leagues and restaurants and all those things have been really, really impacted. Um, yeah. So fortunately, guys, we do have a lot of construction clients and they have kept us going through this time. Um, like you said, they've seen ex experienced crazy growth and opportunities. So um, you mentioned diversification earlier, I, I, I believe, can't. and it's, mm -hmm. that's very important. So fortunately, we have done that over the years in, in our yeah, client base. I, <clears throat> I can't wait. Excuse me. Frog in my throat. I can't wait to get back to your office, Scott. I want another Thank one of you. these pins. I'm like oh, obsessed yeah. with the Dunstan Group pin. Thank I seriously, you. like I keep it in my purse. Um, but you guys just have like a fun thing going over there. And I don't know, it's, it's very admirable, like what you've built and, and 100%, like all the branding you guys do. But to your point of the setups and the events, I remember the one you did at Pinehurst a couple years ago. I like walked downstairs, you guys had this huge table full of merchandise and like mannequins. And it was like, it was like one of the most fascinating displays I've ever seen. Thank so, you. Can't wait yeah. for the day that and, you, know, you guys are doing that again. And we set it right up in the fun part of the event, right? Like the happy hour. Yeah. Uh, everyone was wrapping up golf and, you know, having a good day. So a couple of things, walked away, that a couple things walked away from that table that night. Uh, maybe people had a couple too many drinks and they're like, <laughs> oh, damn, that's nice. <laughs> Um, we, we always say the products we offer do no one any good in a box. That's right. They have to be out and about <laughs> in the marketplace. So, so yeah, that's okay. I want to jump back into uh, to Tyler too and, and talk a little bit about some of the projects that you guys have worked on. Um, I love hearing how you guys have pivoted and changed um, not only how you're doing business, but making sure that you do business in a very safe way. And I think everybody has to do that. And if you're not doing that, then you're just not doing it right. But tell us right. uh, about some of your cool projects that you've already done here in Charlotte and then some that are uh, that are on the horizon that we can get excited about. Yeah, 100%. Um, so historically, Tyler T. always did a bunch of interior outfits. So I'll just start with my personal favorite interior outfit. And for those that don't aren't familiar with that term, it's basically like a builder will build you know, the sticks of the building essentially. And we'll go inside and put in the HVAC and the plumbing and, you know, build out walls, whatever it may be. Every project's different. But one of my favorite ones that we did is at the Pimax Town Center. It's called um, Peppervine. It's a restaurant. It They spared no expense. I tell you what, they flew in. I think our the wine shelf was like Germany, um, like 
special thing from Atlanta and Italy. I mean, this place is glorious. I don't know if you guys have eaten there, but if you really want to celebrate, yeah, it's just. It's phenomenal. I have not, but I'm on the website right now and I will be eating. Date night, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Date night. Wow. You know, just get ready to spend a little money. It's not cheap, but it's totally worth it. It's such a great experience. I mean, it's, if you want fine dining, like they have mastered fine dining. It's, these people that own Peppervine um, also own artisanal and Bernal Elk. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. People like mm-hmm. fly in like helicopters to go eat there. So like, yeah, their food's really good. So obviously yes. fan favorite for me. Um, and over time we have done, uh, we've kind of expanded um, with our brand and company and doing a little bit more ground up work. So we are like the best of both worlds. Um, one of my favorite uh, ground up projects that we just completed is in Elizabeth. It's, the Charlotte Neurosurgery and Spine, it's their office. So when I first started, I was taking a tour of like all of these, you know, um, places that we had built in the past and RT Dooley and Tyler too built the first Charlotte Neurosurgery and Spine. And so I was taking a tour with Katie Tyler and um, Mary, the CEO, and they had like doctors in some of these rooms with like two desks. And she's like, it's such a big no-no, like we are building this building. So like from day one, they got me excited about this one ground up building that we're doing so we finally, you know, finished. She bought a plot of land right um, behind the original location. It's just a glorious office building. It really is. It's really nice. Um, and I mean, we do, gosh, a ton of work for, we're doing a lot of ABC stores right now, you guys. Like really? A lot. I bet, yeah. I bet you are. I hear they're crushing I bet it. you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not shocking yeah. at all. They've been out of the vodka, yeah. like, for months. I mean, seems like it's ridiculous. Geez, lying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so ABC stores were doing, uh, I know, and honestly, they're not sparing any expense. They're making so much money. Personally, I've gone to the liquor store more than, like, I ever have in the last six months. <laughs> I'm going to be perfectly COVID. honest. Yeah. <laughs> I need my COVID vodka. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, those, have, those have been keeping us very busy. We have a, a really cool retail job coming up. It's like, I can't exactly say like the name of it, but it's essentially like a plug and play for salons. So for stylists, so if they want, it's like a WeWork essentially for stylists. So you can come rent out a little space. Um, so that one is going to be uh, a big, I think, I mean, they're, they're across the nation already. And so they're going to use Charlotte as one of their locations. Um I mean, we've talked to, God, all sorts of people, but um, projects that, you know, keep us busy, a lot of Mecklenburg work right now, like for the government centers, and um, we just finished a brewery in Fort Mill, or excuse me, Mint Hill, um, and it's like mixed with like a taco little concept, so it's like brewery and restaurant, I mean, still doing like some bank work that I can't like talk, you know, in depth about, but um, so we, I don't know, I don't want to call them the boring projects, but like we do a lot of offices um, and then we do some really fun like retail work and then healthcare. Um, so lucky that we have had the relationship with some of these healthcare providers for over like 20 plus years. Um, they're really good to us and we do, you know, good by them <laughs> to the best of our ability. So kind of across the board, Tyler too is like I said, like a one-stop shop. Um yeah, you're yeah, very diversified excited. in your client base yeah. too, it seems like. I, I see when I go to your website, Ray Ward uh, is the first picture that pops oh, up. Yeah. Uh, great company. They do a lot of great marketing. We've had a few little projects with them. and So they built a new office, I guess. You all did their work? Yeah, Ray Ward was a fun one. Um, that was their original location they bought. In, I wish I don't know if there's some before pictures of of. I don't oh see yeah, yes, you, you do have them. Or not, but they have a before after. Just, it's pretty 
Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's pretty crazy. Um, so they, that was an adaptive reuse as a charlatan. That's like my favorite type of project that we, we do is adaptive reuse project. Um, and so they, I mean, God, another one, but they really did skip a beat on the design. I mean, it's, it's so pretty. And they're actually building their new, um, their new office over on the West side of Charlotte. Um, and it is stunning. I want to say Redline Design is doing um, the drawings and like the whole thing. I don't know who's building it, but we aren't, unfortunately. But it's really pretty. They, uh, they're a good group. They really are. So when we're when you're going out and, and getting business, um, to, like I, I guess right now we always like to ask, you know, not only our guests but 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 clients, you know, how can we support your business? But ultimately, what should we be listening for or looking for and say, hey, this would be a great connection or this would be a great opportunity for Tyler too? Who are the people that you're calling on? Um, if there could be a perfect client out there, what would that look like? So if there are people that are listening and maybe they they haven't heard of Tyler too, or maybe they have and they just haven't picked up the phone and said, hey, maybe we want to work with them or maybe we want them to design the interior aspect of what we're doing on this really cool project. What's that? What's that process like? And 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 tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, so there is like no ideal client. What I found is like, I was at a brewery one time talking to this guy. And he is I mean, it's the coolest company ever. But they like produce, you know, fresh produce, and they're like making it into like a, uh, a ghost kitchen kind of thing. So like, there's no ideal client, because everyone can be a client. Mm -hmm. Like one day, like you guys might want to move offices like client. Um, I mean, you know, like the the nuts and bolts of it would be the end user, the developer, an architect. Um, but honestly, I love meeting with anyone and everyone because you never know whose brother's cousin's sister is going to need an outfit or you never know how you can help them too. I think that's so important. I think people tend to forget that when you are networking, it's, Hey, how can I help you? Like, thank you for helping me. How can I help you? I think that is, that's another back to the advice question that I would give anyone that's getting into honestly, any type of sales industry is you can learn someone's, you know, what they care about and connect them with like-minded people. It could basically like going down to like surfing, like, Oh, Brian and Scott both surf. They don't know each other. I should make, I should introduce Brian and Scott and then like, boom. And Brian and Scott start this amazing company and Oh my God, they're going to need an office. They're going to remember Lauren and Tyler too. And Oh, we'll call her to build our office kind of thing. I feel like that's how this whole world works. So there's not really like a specific target I'm going after. I mean, the other day, I got an amazing lead for someone who sells office furniture. Like who knew, you know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, there's not, there's not a perfect person or type of person there. Every person is valuable. <laughs> That's a great answer. hundred percent. That is a great answer. I've got story after story of how that works and right. you just got to treat everyone with respect and, uh, relationships go both ways. And, and if you're just 100%. a taker and not a giver, I think people sniff that out pretty quickly. You know? Yeah, and uh. exactly. And sometimes <laughs> I almost feel like, you know, like a, like shy about like asking for stuff if I'm not bringing anything to the table, which is a you know sure. that you can't have you can't be that crazy about it. Obviously, when you got to ask for business, when you have to ask for business. But yeah, I mean, to me, I feel like that's been like the most successful thing is connecting people that would you know maybe connect well and, and doing an activity or something. Especially now more than ever, you know, there's no networking you know, stuff going on. There's no networking event. So it's like, Hey, let's take Brian and Scott to go golf. Um, oops, sorry. I just sure. had a phone call. There we go. Hopefully that didn't mess anything it up. Did. No, you're good. Um, okay, cool. So um, I want to go into you, you, you were in New York, you're back in Charlotte. You've obviously seen Charlotte girl. I mean, you just look at South end in general, it seems like oh every God. month that something new is, is popping up. And if you haven't been over there, 
I mean, let's just say you haven't been over there in like five months. You wouldn't recognize it. It's unbelievable. Um, I'm looking at Instagram and Moose the Chocolate Lab has his own Instagram account. <laughs> so I have to imagine that Moose definitely is part of your weekend plans. But what do you do for fun? What does somebody do that's in the construction space that obviously you you work hard, you put a lot of muscle behind this, but what does uh, what does Lauren do for fun on the weekends? Sure, sure. So first of all, Moose has an amazing Instagram account. It's Moose the Chocolate Lab. And uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't want to say I adopted, but I adopted uh, a Manhattanite during COVID. One of my best friends, Meredith, came down and lived with me. And she is like 4'11", her and Moose weigh the same way. But she like <laughs> fell in love with him. <laughs> it was the cutest thing ever. So she actually made Moose's account for me. And um, I, I need to pick that back up. She is just so good with the with the captions. Like I, I just feel like I'm just not creative enough. But man, she nailed it. But yeah, please follow Moose. The sunglasses <laughs> picture of Moose might be the greatest picture of all time. I mean, I know. Like, that needs to be on a calendar. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. I know. She's, I mean, she's so good. She, one time we were blowing up these balloons for our friend's birthday party and, um, you know, he was like freaking out and she was calling him ceiling balls. Like, check out these ceiling <laughs> balls. He's like running around thinking out about that. Um, but yeah, to answer, what does Lauren like to do for fun? Gosh, uh, what don't I like to do for fun? I like to do a lot of stuff. To your point about South Bend, man, growing up, my mom didn't even let us go over to that side of town. That was a sketchy part of town. If I only knew, I would have bought like, everything I possibly could with my uh, high school bank account. Over <laughs> there, five hundred but... bucks, seriously. <laughs> yeah, five hundred bucks, seriously. <laughs> so you went to um, South Bend. I actually skip New York. I live in South Charlotte. Have two have two boys that if we stayed in that area, they would be going to South Mac as well. So I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a great school. Um, my brother went to Charlotte Catholic, which is another. So it really just depends on like what you know direction your kids, what best suits them. Um, but I can't, I can't recommend it that in public school in general enough. Like it really kind of made me view everything differently, you know, fights during lunch, like every week, some crazy things I saw at South Meg, but it really kind of shaped you For sure. to be, you know, I guess a little bit tougher. Um, or more tough, excuse me. And what do I like to do to fun for fun is golf first and foremost. I absolutely love to golf like so much. Um, I really enjoy hot yoga. I cannot wait for the days where I can go back to hot yoga and not have to wear a mask because I get super nervous about like fainting just because it is so hot. Um, But (laughs) this sounds so, this makes me like sound old, but I really like to garden. I'm like really into plants. Um, Get some endorphins kind of, going. Uh, Heck yeah. That's right. Oh, I live yeah. on an acre. You can uh, come over and help. That's, that's... Cool. <laughs> My wife yeah, says, the, the outside is your side. And I'm like, cool. And then I spend two hours out there and she's like, I need your help. I'm like, <laughs> you try, I'm, try, I'm trying to make this acre beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just kidding, honey. That's I love you. I love you. It's my, it's my, yeah. that's my, that's my time. But my sons, they love everything outside as well. So they'll be out there helping me uh, as well. I soon. get it. And I, you know, I'm no parent and I know a lot of people on here talking about the kids and their husbands and I'm like, so not the norm. I cannot imagine the day, like, and like, I don't want to go into like this huge thing, but I really can't imagine being a parent right now with one with the COVID, two with the technology and three, like getting your kids outside. Like I can't, like to me, I feel like kids, I mean, I grew up like getting my fingers in the mud and playing manhunt and like, you name it. Yes, man like hunt. how does I, like, that would be so hard. Yeah. Do you remember what? that? Hell yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> well, I haven't heard somebody say manhunt in like 10 years. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. 
I mean, yeah, like the, somebody awesome. somebody put up a meme recently where it was like seven bikes in the front yard, just all scattered. And it said before the Internet, this is when we knew or this is how we knew where everyone was in the neighborhood. Like this is how we knew. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I'm that's one thing that I and me and my wife talk about all the time. It's like got to be outside. You know, you got to there's yeah. there's so much technology and it's just it's it's sucking everybody in. Oh, man. It that's, really that's, that's like a whole nother so podcast. Scary. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Please bring me back on to talk about social the social dilemma and um yes. talk about cursive handwriting because i can oh talk all day cursive about handwriting it. okay all right that's another thing i mean lost, it's a lost art oh i've totally forgotten how to do it totally <laughs> and they don't even teach it in school anymore and i'm like oh, how man. are these kids gonna ever if they ever see the constitution are they gonna be able to read it like oh, all of these like beautiful historic documents like written in the war i mean so if they don't teach it in school so yeah, that's an, that's another thing. I'm that's probably part of the whole us. plan. They just don't want you to be able to read the Constitution. So, I mean, let's be honest. Just kidding. And that's another podcast. So we are just going down some trails. But Lauren, before we uh, before we let you go, um, if you're listening, please um, like, share, comment. Go check out Tyler2Construction.com. It is one of the coolest websites. How they've taken their logo, their brand, and really the whole entire website is around it. I mean, they got a thing that says Lassie Toto, Old Yeller, Tyler Two. We name up. <laughs> we may not be a household name yet, but you just wait. And everything's around dogs, and I think it's just so cool and so refreshing, especially in an industry where where everything can kind of be the same in construction. And I think a lot of people sure. in Carolina built do a great job of differentiating themselves. But you have to to give a. Uh, a, a big round of applause to Tyler too, because I think this is really cool how you guys have taken just the logo and the concept and run with it. And that's, what's going to differentiate you. People will remember you because of the dog, because of your name, bird dog. And I just think that's awesome. I mean, I, whoever came up with that, that's brilliant. So, um, uh, absolutely brilliant. And Brian, uh, to your point, if you think our website's fun, you should imagine working with us. We uh, are so much fun to work right. with. We like to have a good, like our whole thing is we want our clients to be as excited as day one, when they get those plans in their hands, through, you know, the entire process till they're opening their doors for their customers. So, I love it. um, yeah, please do like share. I mean, I'm all about talking about Tyler too all day. So please well, do. Um, we're dog people. I have a golden retriever. Uh, Scott's got uh, a lab and a Frenchie. And so, and uh, every, our whole, our whole company has dogs and they're, they're a big part of our life. I mean, they are our family, right? Like that, my, my golden retriever was, was my first baby and she'll always be my first baby. And I love her to death. For so sure. It's, For uh, sure. They're family. They 100%. are. They are. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Well, well, thank you, Moose. Thank you, Lauren, <laughs> uh, for joining us on the podcast. Um, until next time you have been listening to the brand builders podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.